millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. Cristiano Ronaldo has returned. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Coffee with Kaizen number 13, if I'm not mistaken. The day is Monday, August 30th, 2021. And if you are watching this on YouTube, you might have noticed I'm in a new location, much more green, serene, and peaceful location. You know what I'm saying? Just had to switch it up a bit. Hopefully the sound of these birds and insects and things like that won't ruin the recording. I don't know what you can hear. But with this lovely piece of equipment in front of me, I can kind of control what you hear and don't hear like they're building houses right here across the street and i mean i can literally they're right in front of me and there's like drills going like i don't know if y'all can hear that it seems like you can't and i hope you can't but if you can my apologies but anyway man we're gonna get into the subject at hand because it has been confirmed that cristiano ronaldo the phenomenon the superstar the legend the portuguese football in Genius! It has been confirmed that Cristiano Ronaldo will return to the glorious Manchester United. The official statement from the communications department at Manchester United says, Manchester United is delighted to confirm that the club has reached agreement with Juventus for the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo, subject to agreement of personal terms, visa, and medical. Cristiano, a five-time Ballon d'Or winner, has so far won over 30 trophies during his career, including five UEFA Champions League titles, four FIFA Club World Cups, seven league titles in England, Spain, and Italy, and the European Championship for his native Portugal. In his first spell for Manchester United, he scored 118 goals in 292 games. Everyone at the club looks forward to welcoming Cristiano back to Manchester. I don't know if y'all can hear that. It's a fire truck passing by. What the hell is on fire at 9.30 in the morning? Anyway, I got to be honest, man. It was truly a surprise to know or to learn that Cristiano Ronaldo is returning to Manchester United. Because, you know, a lot of people 
knew that his contract was going to be ending in the next, what, 10 months or something like that. And people were making speculations. Ah, he's going to PSG. He's going to Manchester City. You know, where is he going to go? He's not happy at Juventus. He wants to leave. And at the end of it all, he signed with Manchester United. Now, I know that a lot of us, including myself, were thinking, man, there's only a few teams on the planet that could actually pay his salary and pay for the transfer fee and find a place for him to actually do what he does on the pitch. You know what I mean? Manchester United, PSG, Manchester City, I guess Bayern Munich. I'm talking about teams that have the actual funds, the money to buy this player and pay him, I think, like 400,000 pounds every week. You know what I'm saying? There's only a handful of teams on the planet that could actually do that. And we were kind of thinking, or at least I was, how nice would it be, man, to see Messi and Ronaldo both retire at the same club and play, I mean, like their last days, their last games playing together on the same team. You know what I'm saying? With Neymar as well and all the other stars of PSG, that would have been very, very, very interesting. Now, I don't know what you think, but, and this is no disrespect to French football or French players or anything like that, the French league. I'm just saying it doesn't seem as competitive as the Premier League or the Spanish League, even the German League or Italian League. I don't know. It's just I don't get the impression that we would get the best of Ronaldo and Messi in France. I mean, we always get the best of them no matter where they are. But I'm saying with higher competition, it, talking about those, these two players, when there's higher competition, I just think that there's a higher level of output and a higher display or a greater display of talent, you know. They like that challenge. They want to compete with the best of the best. And I think, at least for Ronaldo, it was a good choice to come back to England. I wasn't expecting him to come back so soon. I always imagined that he'd be, you know, it would be a possibility for him to come back to United and, you know, most likely retire here. I think he'd play until he was 50 if you let him. But I imagine that this will be his resting place. I imagine this will be the last team. It's only right that he either retires here or maybe at Sporting. It's only right. And a lot of people were talking, you know, saying, oh, he's going to go to Manchester City. He wants to go to City. Da-da-da, da-da-da. And although they could definitely pay for him and use him, you know, I think it would be like sacrilegious for Cristiano Ronaldo to go to Manchester City. Like I know that, or I don't know, but I imagine that in his mind, he's just a professional he loves the team that he plays for, and that's it. But if he gets transferred, then now he loves the current team he plays for. And the other team is like, yeah, I have love in my heart, whatever, but it's the past. So I could actually see him going to Manchester City simply because he's a professional. And he's like, you know, yeah, I play for United. That's really where I made my name. But at the same time, that was years and years and years ago. It's a thing of the past. So, you know, they're paying me now. I want to play here now, so it is what it is. I could genuinely imagine him thinking that way and saying that. But at the same time, that's not the only thing that matters, right? Because, you know, the fans, supporters and everything, they're going to have their opinion and their reaction and things like that. I'm not saying Cristiano cares about that. I'm just saying I think it would have been a really, really, really rough time at Manchester City for Cristiano Ronaldo. At least whenever they played United, you know what I'm saying? But I just think there would be so much hatred, so much hatred and confusion if he would have chosen to play for Manchester City. You know, it would have been nice. There's a lot of great players there. Um, but I just I couldn't see it. So I'm happy he's back, even though it's a surprise. Very happy he's back. 
The real question, though, is where exactly is he going to play? You know, I was listening to interviews um, last night, you know, kind of to prepare my thoughts and things like that for this podcast. And I was listening to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. If you don't know who that is, he's the head coach of uh, Manchester United. And he was saying that he wants Cristiano to play as a striker. He wants him to play number nine, which I can understand because you definitely want him in the box scoring goals. You definitely want him involved in the attack. But I'm just really curious to see how that's going to work. Because if you look at the squad, our current squad, you know, it's kind of hard to see how we're going to get all these players, not only getting the playing time that they want, everybody getting a chance to play, but finding the best combination of players because we have so many attackers. I'm going to go from from the back to the front. You'll see what I mean in a second. So on goalkeeper, we have De Gea, Tom Heaton, right? Those are our two main goalkeepers in this case. Defenders, Victor Lindelof, Eric Bailly. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name. Phil Jones is amazingly still a Manchester United player. Harry Maguire, Rafael Varane, another great signing in my opinion. Diogo Dalo, Luke Shaw, Alex Telles, Aaron Wambasaka, Brandon Williams, amongst others. Midfielders, Paul Pogba, Juan Mata, Jesse Lingard, Andreas Pereira, uh, Fred, Bruno Fernandes, another amazing signing. Dan James, Nemanja Matic, still at the club, Donny van de Beek, Scott McTominay. We got some great midfielders. Um, now forwards, this is the point I wanted to get to, or the section of the field I wanted to get to. Edinson Cavani, who we're going to talk about in just a second. Anthony Martial, Marcus Rashford, Mason Greenwood, Jaden Sancho, another good signing in my opinion. Anthony Alonga, you know, all these attacking-minded players, all these forwards. Where are all these players going to fit on the field? Plus Cristiano Ronaldo, you know what I'm saying? How is that going to work exactly? Now, obviously, it's not a bad thing to have a deep squad. We learned that from Manchester City. It's never a bad thing because with all the competitions that we're going to be competing in, you know, you are going to have to rotate the players from time to time. They need rest, even though they might want to play every game. You know, in most cases, that's not the best idea. And you want to use the talent that's available to you. You want to mess with the team from time to time, see what works and see what doesn't. But that's the point. You have two issues. How are we going to rotate all these players effectively? And number two, Time is not necessarily on our side. Now, obviously, this is a long-term project, the way I understand it. But in the short term, you know, it's going to take a while for all these players to get used to each other, to, to create some type of chemistry, to understand the way each each of them play and things like that. You know what I mean? It's going to take time because we got three or four new signings. And even before they had come, we still hadn't really figured out how we were going to play. I mean, for the last five, six, seven years, we've kind of just been going up and down and left and right and up and down. You know, we have some great games and great weeks and great months, and then it's just fucking tragedy. So inconsistent. So I think now we've made some good signings. Things are looking optimistic at the club, but the real question is, you know, how are we going to manage and rotate these players? And then it's really just a question of time on how long it's going to take for us to get a real understanding of each other the philosophy at the club, you know, a playing style and all that type of stuff. It's going to take time. You know, I'm optimistic, but not unrealistic. And, you know, there are also some people that uh, are of the opinion that this purchase of Cristiano Ronaldo really wasn't a good idea. Because when you think about the millions and millions of pounds that they paid for the transfer fee, and now the hundreds of thousands of pounds they're going to pay every week 
in this player's salary, they could have used that money for something better. They could have bought more midfielders or defenders or, you know, two or three attackers or whatever it is. Some people have that opinion. And I don't necessarily disagree with it, you know, because you could argue that Ronaldo is at the end of his career. So it make much more sense. If we're building for the future, it would make more sense to buy players that we can work with and grow with and basically invest in, knowing that they're going to be with the club for five, six, seven, ten years, whatever it may be. You know, even that idea might be unrealistic in today's world because they're moving players around like, you know, like it's nothing. But I'm saying you could argue that it wasn't the best investment of money. You could also argue that it was really more of a financial move and not a football move. If you think about the owners of the club, I mean, they got deep pockets. We all know that. But they might have been just thinking, we're going to sell more T-shirts now that Ronaldo's back. We're going to sell more tickets. It's good for the brand. You know, everybody's going to have eyes on Manchester United now. They might have been thinking from the financial perspective, the financial benefits of signing a superstar like that. We don't know. But the point is, you could argue it wasn't the best decision. But you could kind of say the same thing about Messi moving to PSG. Like, let's not forget that before this move happened, we could all kind of agree or most of us could kind of agree, Cristiano Ronaldo was still one of the best players on the planet, professional anyway, one of the best players on the planet. So you could argue, yeah, he's, what, 36, 37, he's at the end of his career, maybe he wasn't the best move, but I still think he's going to score a lot of goals, create a lot more goals, and be a great addition to the team. I think he'll be a great addition to any team anywhere. So I'm definitely excited about that. But what's interesting to know I was reading this article last night. It says that Manchester United's signing of Cristiano Ronaldo has put them to the top of the Premier League spending table this season, just edging out Arsenal, who are second. So while the Gunners have made five major signings this summer, Man United have made just three, but have opted for a quality over quantity approach in their deals. Of course, the other big spenders are also members of the Big Six, with Chelsea and Manchester City key players in the transfer window. Now, the question is, which Premier League team has spent the most? Until Ronaldo's return to Manchester United, Arsenal were top of the spending table. Man United have signed big money deals for Rafael Varane and Jadon Sancho, and though their move for Ronaldo is relatively modest, with the total value of the deal not coming in at more than £28 million, for a player with such a track record, it remains an impressive addition. Arsenal, meanwhile, have come under scrutiny for their deals in the window, notably splashing £50 million on Ben White and around £30 million on Martin Odegaard. It is a volume of business that the manager, Mikel Arteta, has admitted must yield results. Now, I want to go back and make a correction because the transfer value or fee is not £28 million, it's €28 million for Ronaldo. I just noticed that. So I'm looking at this table here. And it is an estimated number. These are all estimated numbers. Manchester United in this transfer window has spent 133 million pounds. Arsenal, 130 million pounds. Manchester City, 115 million pounds. Chelsea, 103.5 million pounds. Aston Villa spent 95 million. And the list goes on and on. I'm not going to read all of them. But a lot of money has been transferred this season. A lot of players have been transferred this season. As always, I think that things are looking very, very, very exciting. Not just for Manchester United, but the Premier League in general. Football in general. And I think we all have our eyes 
on Champions League this year. I think it's going to be real interesting. But please let me know what your thoughts are on this move from Juventus to Manchester United. Do you think it was a good move? you think it was a waste of money? Do you think he's going to be a good addition to the team? What do you think Manchester United is going to do this year in the Premier League and in the Champions League? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or feel free to shoot me a message on social at English with Kaizen. Instagram is probably the best place to send me a message, but just be patient, you know, because I get tons of messages. But I try to respond to them all. But let me know, man. What do you think? You know how much I love football. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you know how much I love Manchester United. And now you know I'm a huge Cristiano Ronaldo fan, not just because he played for United, not just because he's known as one of the best on the planet, but I truly think he's a great professional, not just a footballer. I think if you look into the mind and the character and the habits you know, the behavior of somebody like Cristiano Ronaldo, you see it's, in my opinion, it's deeper than football. It's not that he's just the footballer. You know what I'm saying? It's the mentality of the footballer that's interesting to me. And uh, when it comes to character, when it comes to professionalism, you know, I think it's difficult to find a lot of players at that level. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm not going to take any more of your time, man. I just wanted to share the news, even though I'm sure you've heard it kind of broke the internet when the news was released and there's very few people on the planet that can do that that can simply go from one team to another announce it and literally like break the internet people are going crazy about it you know what i'm saying so i just wanted to talk about it real quick and more importantly or more interestingly get your opinions on this move and know what you think the future holds for cristiano ronaldo manchester united the premier league and football in general but that's coffee with kazan number 13 in the books and i will talk to you later Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.